We're going to play CFL Deal or No Deal for our exclusive betting partner, BetRegal.ca. So this is what we do every week. Friday night, Canada's Game of the Week. Nathan Wark and the BC Lions visit the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and Cody Fajardo. The Lions are favored by five on the road. Deal or No Deal? I'm taking the deal. Are you? You think the Lions roll in sack? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, it is. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Rogers Place in Edmonton for us one final time. It's your favorite daytime sports talk show, the RP Show. RP, RP Show Corporation, COO Lee Genier, filling the role of co-host again today for one final day of this week. How are you doing, Lee? I am fantastic. LJ, Lee Roger Genier. <laughs> Comment allez-vous? Parlez-vous uh, français? Oui. <laughs> there you go. Frenchman right here. Hey, listen, you're going to find out over the next little while why why this show continues to be not just the Golden Corral of sports talk, the best buffet in America, a little bit of everything for you, but it's also a box of chocolates today in that you never really know what you're going to get. But I can tell you who the guests are today. Dave Campbell, longtime Edmonton Elks color commentator, will be joining us on a game day from the nation's capital, Elks in Ottawa tonight to kick off week 11 in the CFL. CFL on TSN, Sarah Orleski, for now, soon to be the Winnipeg Jets, Sarah Orleski. She's going to be with us in hour two. And uh, former CFL, or six seasons, Michael Klassen in the, in the CFL. And Bob Sledder. And Bob Sledder. Michael Klassen's going to be with us from Cowtown to talk about all things CFL, his life, and I guess a little Olympics. But can we jump into the Quick Six show horn, please? And let's go. Quick Six show topics. Here's the thing. We've had more than enough commentary of the Calgary Flames signing Nazem Kadri and who's going to be better. And trust me, being at Edmonton over the last 24 hours, we'll, we'll probably get to that in today's show. But we broke it down when it happened yesterday with Sportsnet's Ryan Leslie. Who's going to be better? We'll debate that later. It's going to be a lot of football talk today. But my first point is the fact that we're here for the World Juniors. It's semifinal Friday. 2 p.m. Mountain, it's Canada versus Cheshire, and then, uh, what is it, 6 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Eastern, the other semifinal, Sweden versus Finland. Two classic hockey rivalries going to be waged on this ice right here. Got a morning skate going on right now. Canada was out earlier. This can't be Canada now. Team Cheshire canceling their morning skate. They're that confidently. Yeah. Why would you want to skate in the morning of a 2 p.m. start? I wouldn't think you'd want to do no. that. No, that's even too too early for a morning shoot around. Yeah, know? exactly. So, yeah. so our poll question, let's jump into it right now for Capital Automall, but dealerships all across the prairies and also for Universal Collision Center is who wins Friday's semifinals? Canada versus Czechia. I'm going to take Canada. I assume you are too. Absolutely. Clearly, look what I'm wearing. And then the later game, it's Sweden versus Finland. And I'm going to go with Finland. They were a, a lot of people's pre-tournament favorite coming in. So I think they're going to advance to the gold medal game. Sweden versus Finland. What do you think? Sure, let's go with it. You're taking Finland as well? I would, yeah. Okay, you're easy to please. Uh, so that's ours, but what's yours? I'm interested to see with the poll results who you think is going to be in the gold medal final here on Saturday. Now, I will say this, a lot of groundswell of support for this tournament here entering the weekend in Edmonton. A lot of folks snapping up tickets, a lot of people coming from all across Western Canada to watch these games. So that I like that. That's good news. Yeah, it is. It is. It's going to be a, a prototypical hockey weekend here and uh like i say let's hope canada gets into that game and oh, yeah. we're gonna see a huge crowd tomorrow i will be uh at the semifinal here this afternoon so if you are, are an rp show fan stop up and say hi let's get a photo i'd love to meet you 
Um, oh, and by the way, one note. Connor Bedard and Mason McTavish have been broken up for this game, or at least in Thursday's uh, practice, Spicy. they were not together on the same line. Right, right. For really, really the first time all tournament. And Serena's telling me that on uh, the, the NHL network, the USA commentators are saying, oh, if it had been a, a seven-game series, the States would have beat Czechia. Well, it wasn't. But yeah. here's Canada experimenting with line combos moving into the semifinal. So yeah. that's something to watch today, uh, Connor Bedard of God's team. I think that's all I have to say about that. Folks, the 163rd running of the $1 million Queen's Plate is back this Sunday at Woodbine. The first jewel of the OLG Canadian Triple Crown of Thoroughbred Racing is North America's oldest continuously run stakes event. Showcasing Canada's top three-year-old thoroughbreds is the highlight of Woodbine's Queen's Plate. Purchase your tickets today. you got a couple more days to do it to enjoy all that Woodbine Racetrack has to offer during the Queen's Plate at woodbine.com. And check our social media channels. We had that wonderful interview yesterday with Woodbine's track announcer and race analyst Robert Geller. Not only talking about Moira the favorite, but maybe some of the dark horses you might want to wager on come Sunday afternoon. So if you want a little uh, pre, a little action. Dancing in denial. That's sure it's dancing in denial. 30 right? to 1 Are odds. you going to put some money on it? Oh, baby, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's, you're convincing me. Uh, moving on to point two. Some CFL stuff here before we look at tonight's games. A doubleheader in the Canadian Football League. The CFL announcing a fine on Thursday for Saskatchewan Rough Riders receiver number five, Duke Williams. We were there. We saw it. He caught the game-winning touchdown at Commonwealth Stadium and then dove into the fans in the end zone suites and sat on the couch and started eating nachos. The Rider fans loved it. We all loved it. And then... The CFL poops on his parade and finds him. You said five thousand. Was it five thousand? Like, you know five thousand dollar plate of nachos. <laughs> yeah, was it worth it, Duke? Yeah. Um, you see, everybody is all over the CFL and saying, "What is this? The NFL, the No Fun League?" He broke the rules. I, I don't agree with him being fined at all. I don't agree with the rules because I've listen. Where have I been all summer in various CFL cities and the players? I won't say which teams, but they're out in the community. They're at the stampede. They're doing things. That's fine, but within the stadium, you can't mingle with fans. It's all ridiculous optics to me, it sounds like. And I, I'm on Duke Williams' side in this. Yeah, I'm interested to hear yours. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I can see both sides of it. I mean, he ran, went into out, what is it, the player safety, um, security of the, uh, the field. So I understand that side of it. But again, great marketing tool. I know there's a, a, Go, a GoFundMe been set up for Duke Williams. I think it was at, at about $1,000 this morning. So, um, you know... These kind of things. John Gott did this a couple of years back in uh, in Ottawa, and it uh, it went viral across uh, North America. So. Viewer, well, yes, viewer Jason uh, says, "I loved the Duke touchdown, Sully. He's not even a Ryder fan. So many people are anti CFL on this, and I don't want to say that it's uh, the CFL doesn't like negative publicity. But to be honest with you, I think they should embrace it. To, to be honest with you, as they say, what you resist." remains in front of you that is today's life lesson folks what you resist in life remains in front of you and is your focus the nfl look what they're going through with deshaun watson yeah and it's like they're bigger than that cfl needs to be bigger than the criticism and, and i guess they are but I, on this case i'm on duke williams side that's why i say this is 
a box of chocolates today. You thought we were going to talk about Nazem Kadri, didn't you? Nope, it's Football Friday here on the RP Show, live from the World Jays. Moving on to point three, Friday night football tonight. Hey. The 2-7 Edmonton Elks at the 1-7 Ottawa Red Blacks. It's brought to you by Mr. Plummer, because it's the toilet bowl. These teams are a combined 3-14. and 14. I've been reading the coverage. I've been reading the game notes. I see Paul Lapolis, my good friend Lapo, saying, I don't care what Edmonton's record is. This is about us. And he's right. Um, do you expect a good game between two bad teams, or what do you expect tonight? Well, yeah, like you're going to two really desperate teams tonight. So, you know, you can have a great game come out of this. You could have a really sloppy game come out of it because I think guys are going, you know, they're at this point right now at this halfway point is just now guys are probably fighting for jobs for next year. And so you're going to see things, I think, break open a little more, way more wide open play tonight. So I expect a high scoring affair tonight. And uh, I see people are tuning in. They're, they're here for the football talk, and that's what we're doing. By the way, Dave Campbell of the Elks broadcast crew, Sarah Orleski and Michael Klassen coming up on today's show. Yeah, we're not talking about the NHL today. We've been talking hockey all week. Fridays are for football. So I just hope for a good game, and I'll get to the second game of the doubleheader in a moment. But it's hit 3 downnationcom and, this, and the, I guess, viral comments of TSN play-by-play man Dustin Nielsen, who resides here in Edmonton. He's the morning radio guy on TSN 1260 Radio. And he has said what? To paraphrase, if the Elks win tonight, or sorry, lose tonight, it'll be the last straw and fans will give up on this team. Your thoughts and then I'll give mine. Yeah, I would, I, I would absolutely agree with Dustin on that. And, yeah. uh, you know, basically he said, nobody is talking... Elks in Edmonton, and I would have to agree with them. You know, we've been here for two straight weeks. I haven't really heard any talk about the Elks, and you know they're uh, they're two and seven. They dropped to two and eight tonight against a lowly uh, Red Blacks team. Then yeah, that's going to speak volumes for sure. Here's the thing: um, the one, well, I shouldn't say what you said privately. I'll I'll just say this: Dustin wears a couple different hats. He's local Edmonton radio, but he's national CFL. Play-by-play, he's got to serve many masters. We're surprised that he said those comments, yeah. but they are the truth. So I give Dustin, uh, I commend him for that. It's, it, it's the sad truth. The Edmonton Elks in this town, what I've heard, this isn't my comment, what I've heard from people is that the brand is non-existent. And how could you hang that on Victor Kui? How could you hang that on Chris Jones? When Jones left town, they were the Grey Cup champions for the love of God. And he comes back and the franchise has been obliterated. If you really want to get into Edmonton Elks talk, in these suites here the other day, I said that there were CFL people I was with, and there were, and they said, Brock Sunderland completely devastated this franchise. And I said, what about the president, Chris Preston? They said, well, he never should have been hired in the first place. He's an American, didn't know what he was doing. Right? He said he's a nice guy. It was Sunderland that screwed up the Edmonton Elks, but nobody's talking about him. And now Victor Queen and Chris Jones got to stand there and answer to it every day. And did you see Victor Queen's tweet uh, about people ask me why I would take a job where people are attacking me every day, and it's because I'm with good people and I want to make a difference, and I believe that is entirely it. I said to Lee, <laughs> we're walking to the elevators the other day, and I said, why would anybody want to be a sports executive these days? It's the worst time in the world to be one. People still like it. Yeah, people still drawn into it. I mean, I spent 30 years, 30 plus years as a sports executive and, uh, you know, there was some good and bad. But right now being a, 
I, I wouldn't want to be in Victor Quee's shoes right now. I wouldn't so. either. I mean, I'm sure he's got a long-term contract. We understand he's got a lot of money in the bank, so Victor Quee hey, will be fine. But I thought it, I, I love Victor Quee because he's a hard-on-the-sleeve kind of guy. I think he's coming on Monday's show. Um, yeah, but I when he said, why would people wonder why I want to be in this business when people are attacking you every day, I'm like, you know what, Victor? That's why I don't. If people are starting to realize why I'm sitting at this table right now, I'm, I'm over it. I deserve better to be yelled at and treated the way that I was by fans, by teams, by bosses. Uh, but Victor ain't. So I say God bless him. Moving on to the night game. Jennifer from the Four Seasons chimes in. Good morning, everyone. Jays pull off a big win, even with Kikuchi closing the game. Anxiety is high for Canada. Cheshire this afternoon. From Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, how far the Elks have fallen. Not even 20 years ago, I was living in Edmonton. It was common to see huge crowds in Grey Cups. Right? And the question is, can you bring it back? What are they chanting back here? I just wonder if, this, if it comes up over the microphones. Yeah. I don't think it does. No, I think... There's a party going on back here. Party on the edge. On the, I think it's Finland skating this morning, judging by the blue jerseys. But anyways, to tonight's second game of the CFL doubleheader. Now, this one is not the toilet bowl. This is Canada's game of the week. It's the 7-1 BC Lions at the 5-4 Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Between the two, that's a 12-5 record. So these are two good teams going after it tonight. At a young kid, Cole, write me from Victoria or Vancouver Island today and said, what do you think is going to happen tonight? I said, I just want a good game. I got friends on both teams. I'm not cheering for either team. Bet Regal has the Lions as five-point favorites. And while that, that's never a guarantee, those suckers... At Bet Regal, those odds makers have been right almost every game. Yeah, well, I don't know if you've what, noticed. That's what they do. That's their job. It's God- godlike yeah. how they do that. So I'm sorry to say, but I think BC is just too good of a team. And I'll say this the best receiving core in the league. Somebody said that the other day, and I started looking. I'm like, really? That happened fast. And then I went and looked at the, yeah, Man. they might be the first team in CFL history to have three receivers have 1,300 yards or more. We in Sask. Uh, twice we had three receivers with a thousand yards or more, and they were all Hall of Famers for the most part. Um, how did BC do this, man? Very yeah, well, quietly. Well, they have, but you know, again, you have to look at um, Nathan Rock's numbers. So you know what? If you're throwing four four seventy five, four ninety a game, that means receivers are getting a lot of yards. So um, you know, that's that's hey, it goes like this. It's yeah. a team game. I agree. To our viewers, Jason says, hard to talk football on Football Friday when the big news right now is the World Juniors and the NHL trade slash signings. No, it's not hard at all. That's what we're doing. That's why you're sitting there and we're sitting here. How Mike Horgan in Toronto from the 905. Happy Friday, Rod Squad and show. Thank you, Mike, who's tuned in for the football talk. Arlen Bruce the third writes in and says, bro, did fans and players forget that there wasn't football too long ago? People should enjoy the days and stay positive whether your team wins or not. Life is great. AB3, you know it. I know it. He knows it. But the world screwed up. Did you not know that? And when the serious, yeah. And when the teams are charging hundreds of dollars for tickets, and your team sucks, I don't blame the fans. Again, back to why I would never want to be a CFL team president right now. That's why they won't say the term rebuild. They won't even say it. They won't say it. It's a swear word because the second you say rebuild, bump, that's where your season tickets go. So they won't say it. So they're snowing everybody, and I just wouldn't want to be a team executive because you got to win, or the fans are pissed off. 
I mean, that's what, yeah, that's the, the core reason why they're there to watch the team be competitive. Uh, you know, and obviously, you know, and not beating, beating up on the Elks, but they have been embarrassed this season. I'm not done on that, and I don't think you are either. Clay in Brandon is watching and says, I think the Riders can upset BC tonight. Well, anything's possible. That's why they play the games, and that's why I say these odds makers aren't, it's not a guarantee what's going to happen that BC is going to win by five or more, but it's a pretty good guideline going into the game as to what the odds makers are thinking and what will happen. Anyways, we'll take a break and come back. Carlos in Indianapolis says, come for the quick six, stay for the Rods Rants. Thank you for pointing that out, Carlos in Indianapolis. And, uh, of course, Rods Rants for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, the preferred uh, plumbing, plumbing, heating, and cooling company, the RP Show. Before we break, what's on at the movies this week with Landmark Cinemas in theaters now, Bullet Train. Brad Pitt stars as Ladybug, an unlucky assassin determined to do his job peacefully after one too many gigs has gone off the rails. Fate, however, may have other plans as Ladybug's latest mission puts him on a collision course with lethal adversaries from around the globe, all with connected yet conflicting objectives. On the world's fastest train, from the director of Deadpool 2, David Leach, the end of the line is only the beginning in a wild non-stop thrill ride through modern-day Japan. You want to go to it this weekend? Text MOVIES right now to 902-518-3033 to be entered to win tickets and treats at Landmark Cinemas. Winners pick every week to go to the movies. We'll continue this discussion right after this break. Right. With Lee. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You see that? You see that? Morning skate here. On this Friday of the semifinals, that's Finland out on the ice. They'll be taking on Sweden tonight in one World Junior semifinal. Canada versus Czechia this afternoon. And uh, Lee and I both have been saying this once this weekend's over. Gonna miss this barn. Yeah. Gonna miss a, this town. It's been a great couple of weeks. And, you know, I just want to make mention as we were coming into the building today, uh, obviously Oilers fans lining the street because it is uh, the procession for Ben Stelter funeral today and everybody just out there and uh holding up ben stelter cards um we're, we're gonna miss you ben and um you always you had our hearts so as a matter of fact that's what those cards say that they're handing out we'll miss you ben and that's it's tough to talk about this is an edmonton thing and we're not edmonton people but we are here i, I struggle for the right things to say about it but the streets are lined right out front here of roger's place and what i was told was the the celebration of life if we're using the right term, uh, was to go after 9, and then Ben's procession would be moving by 9.45 a.m. It'd be nice if we were able to have a live camera up there. I would carry a little bit of it just to give you a sense of the love in this community for the child who lost his life with cancer this week. But I'll say this. Ben's in a better place, and the suffering is over, and he has left his mark on this franchise forever. So it's quite a story that we've been engulfed in as well. We talked about two weeks being here. Yeah, absolutely it has been. Um. We're going to switch to NFL here in a second, but uh, from some of our viewers, Dougal Cameron checking in in Calgary. He says, the Elks 
are still suffering from the bad karma from the name change. Actual Eskimos were fine with it. Just saying, dot, dot, dot. Well, we have to look forward and not back. And I've spent a lot of time in Edmonton this summer, and it's been wonderful, kind of immersed in the community, and I hear that a lot. I've used the term Elks. I've had people yell at me for that. And I wonder if any teams that have changed their names in other markets like Washington or Cleveland have gone through the same thing. I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on it. I think if they were if they were uh, seven and two rather than two and seven, we're probably not having this conversation. Probably not having it. So. Winning is the best perfume. Covers a lot of stink. Terry Carrier writes in. He says Friday night football is going to be interesting. Yes. Uh, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, writes in. He says in ten thousand simulations. I had a 50-50 split on the Riders and Lions. Gave the edge to the Lions for consistency scoring points. Well, you know, back to that, I said to the kid in, on Vancouver Island, Colwood, who's probably watching now, I just want a good, I want a close game. Uh, last week's games in the CFL, everyone went down to the final three minutes, and I think that's what we would all want. Right? Yeah, and you look at Mont- uh, you know, Montreal upsetting Winnipeg. Wow, right, right there. So anything can happen, but... That's why they play the game. CFL fans are here today to talk about the games from Northside YEG in Edmonton. He says, I used to love when the Riders were the underdogs for years on end. They are that tonight. The Lions are the best team in the league, and the Riders are trying to stay around 500. It's a hell of a game. 8 p.m. Mountain, trust me. But (laughs) as a guy that started with the Riders in 1999 full-time and stayed there for 20 seasons, I came into that underdog status, and we became... The Brutes in that time. Now's a good time to get into it. Sit down, folks, because this guy right here hated the Riders, and that's fine. I hated for, you. I hated for, you. For a time, I did. But. And I hated you, and you know that. But it was a respectable professional rivalry. Huh. But you said you had a little contention. Two weeks we've been together side by side, and he just drops this one today. He says if it wasn't for the Riders winning the 2007 Great Cup, they wouldn't have... All of this and uh, explain. Well, when you went down to when you looked at all the business operations back in two, you know, two, 2007 and, and before, there, there was a lot of struggles. And you know what is the merchandise sales were not where they are now. I think, you know, when you looked at Calgary, Edmonton and Saskatchewan, everything was pretty much on par. We used to share a lot of information. And obviously, you know, you and I both sitting at the 2007 Grey Cup against Winnipeg. And, you know, that game could have went either way. And, um, you know, the riders just went on a trajectory after that. Merchandise sales went up to about $6 million a year. And really just, it was, it Nine was a million. great. Yeah. Well, it kept going up. Like, yeah, I think exactly. one year there was $16 million including Grey uh, Cup sales as well. So, um that's there's always i think a catalyst and that was a huge uh, catalyst point so. and if the bear hadn't stopped to take a dump he'd have caught the rabbit didn't happen we won the game there's a lot of um karma involved in there and doing things right and who was our president at the time oh yeah jim hobson can you say that in your jack nicholson voice jim hobson <laughs> <laughs> exactly he's still not over it 
the Riders winning in 2007, and that's fine. Jim knew what he was doing, you know, and now, and now the Riders are going into a third straight home game as underdogs. Are you seeing the difference? The Riders haven't lost three straight at home since 2015, so I, you can sit and say what you want about me. I'm just stating facts right now. And uh, Nelson writes in and says the Riders will cover. Well, they're not the favorite. If anything, the Riders may beat the spread. They're five-point underdogs going into a game at home, the Hall of Fame game, if you will, the Plaza game. And, uh, and, and what if they don't win? I can't even imagine. Now, I was there two weeks ago, and uh, at that time, the Riders had lost three in a row. They were going into the bye week, and they were ready to burn the city down. Um, one thing I've noticed about Alberta, it's exactly the same as Saskatchewan. Just they talk about hockey 24-7, 365. It's amazing. Saskatchewan, same thing. Football 24-7, 365. And they're not rational when it comes to hockey here either. No. Did you know that? Oh, I know that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they're, uh, you know, all the hockey talk here. And they're not rational in any sense of the word here. No. Man, man oh, man. And I'm trying to really straddle... And I think I've successfully done it, and that is not be an Oilers fan nor a Flames fan. Try and be Switzerland in it, and I've been able to do that. Do you think we'll? we'll I think we should be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, we, again, we are sports broadcast show that talks about all teams across the league. Obviously, we've been spending a lot of time in Alberta. We've we're at, we're at uh, Flames and Oilers games, and you know what? Two great organizations that are going to you know really. Like we talked about this yesterday, the great hockey market it is in Alberta. So. Uh, yeah, and they got some work to do on the football side. Uh, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just opening up the 902 text line because we've been asking people to uh, text the show, so why not actually read some of their text messages? It would be, uh, here is Stephen. Here we go. Stephen in Minot, North Dakota says, I enjoy the CFL talk. Can't find league coverage elsewhere. Mm. He said he's southeast of Outram, Saskatchewan. We're the number one CFL podcast. That's a fact. We, the numbers show it. Even though we don't talk CFL 100% of the time, or 100% of the time. Derek Preston writes in from the 902. He says, hello, Derek and Regina here. Huge Oilers fans. He said, I feel with Uyghur, Huberto, and now Kadri, the Flames are better than last year. With Keith leaving and the Oil using a rookie that the Oil are not as good on defense. The seventh D-man is Keo, Keo, Keo. Thoughts? Not today. Because it's a football Friday. I appreciate you chiming in, but we got, we are, we're only probably going to talk CFL one day a week moving forward, and it's going to be Fridays. And that continues today. And soon I'm going to be in an NFL market within days, and we'll be talking NFL hockey the rest of the week. We're only, what? Through point three, moving on to point four. And by the way, with more than 160 restaurants nationwide, Ito Japan is proud to be Canadian-owned and operated for more than 40 years. NFL Thursday night, Chicago beats Seattle 27-11. to Geno Smith's chance to gain an edge over Drew Locke for Seattle's starting quarterback job was hindered by his team's sloppy performance. Smith and the Seahawks were overwhelmed in a 27-11 loss to the Chicago Bears Thursday night in the second preseason game for both teams, which was mostly a dud from Seattle's standpoint, second-year Bears quarterback Justin Fields made a brief appearance and let a field goal drive. A drive back up Trevor Simeon threw a touchdown pass, and Elijah Hicks recovered a muffed punt for Chicago touchdown. By the way, River Creek, how about that place? Fantastic. It's posh. 
If you're coming to Edmonton, stay at the River Creek. Their room rates are better than anywhere else in the city. And they bring you the best in live entertainment. September 30th, Tracy Morgan. No disrespect to her. Tracy Morgan is one of the most well-respected comedians in his field, known for starring on seven seasons of NBC's Emmy and Golden Globe Award-winning 30 Rock. He can currently be seen on the No Disrespect stand-up tour nationwide, and he's coming to Edmonton September 30th to River Creek. Point five, the Blue Jays beat the Yankees 9-2. Actually, that's point six. All I have to say about that is I hope that the Blue Jays' troubles are behind them. And they got a month left in the regular season. Can they get their act together? Because if they go 600, nice would be 750. The rest of the way, they they are cruising into the playoffs with a wild card spot. And we're going to be there if that happens. Lee is guaranteeing that we will be in Toronto if the Blue Jays host a a playoff game. We're getting a lot of pressure to come to Eastern Canada with the show. Right. And I'm all over. I'm I'm good with it. Just tell me when and where, and I'll be there. And point six, how about this? Caudry to the Flames. So Derek and Regina, there you go. Here's the argument. Is everybody saying here in Edmonton that they're still better? Even the Oilers are trolling the Flames on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that or Instagram. (laughs) It never ends. You can't sit here in August and say who's better. August 19th, you just can't. So they're going to do your talking on the ice. Yeah, Always got to bring, put chemistry together and, you know, you're going to, a new look flames. They are better than they were last year. So, hey, that's why they play 82 games. Yeah, well, they will be talking about a 365 days a year, but we had instant analysis yesterday. Have Derek saying who's better orders or flames? I just, you can't answer that right now. No. So no. you ask my thoughts on the orders seventh defenseman I'm not going to get into that on a double header in the CFL on a Friday night football and we haven't even got into Saturday's games and that's a disservice to the fans of the Calgary Stampeders I always think of Jayla who said she she listens to every show of ours when I met her in Calgary uh they are at Toronto who you think Calgary's winning yeah, that I'm game. taking Calgary in that game um I'll go Toronto just to be the fly in the ointment and then Hamilton at Montreal. I see Gary Stern, their owner, on Twitter. He's trying to fool people into stirring them into selling that game out. He's just trying to line his pockets. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, That's what I he's, think. He's just trying to be a face of the organization. I couldn't tell you who the president of the Alouettes is. I know who it is. but I know that again, I can't. Is it Mario Chiquino or something it, like that? Yeah. What yeah. I'm getting at is, is Gary's taking on that role, and he's... He's probably he's having, waving the flag. He's having a lot of fun with it. Too. Yeah, well, he's doing a good job. Yeah. Okay, so there you go, Derek and Regina. I appreciate the text on the question. We're going to Edmonton, nation's capital. Dave Soupy Campbell from the Elks broadcast crew to preview that game when we return. It's a football Friday live from the World Juniors on Game Plus Television. We're live streaming on YouTube and, of course, 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. A nice place to report to work. Roger's Place in downtown Edmonton. We are less than four hours away from the first semifinal today at the World Juniors Canada versus Czechia. And then the second game is Sweden versus Finland. That's our poll question today for Capital Automobile Universal Collision Center. Who wins the semifinals? 
Uh, leading the way, Canada, Finland. That's what they predict will be the gold medal final here Saturday night. But we're talking football on a football Friday. James Henderson in Borden, Manitoba says football Friday, best day of the RP week. The football fans would agree. And with that, we're going to the nation's capital, Dave Campbell from 630, Chad. Big game, big game, David. Hey, for both football teams, what's the vibe there heading into kickoff at TD Place on Friday Night Football? You know, this is, as you know, Rod, this is a great place to call a game because the vibe in Ottawa is it's fever pitch. And, you know, this this fan base has struggled with seeing a winning football team. I think they only have one win at home in their last 19 games. I think that only win or that only, that one win was against the Elks last year in, uh, in a Tuesday game in September. But, you know, the, the ownership did it right. I mean, Ottawa Sports and Entertainment Group, uh, you know, led by Jeff Hunt. And now uh, Mark Goody is in the is in the mix now. Um, you know they built the atmosphere. They they built up a, a you know they built up a real estate. They built up commercial. There's a movie theater. There's restaurants. There's shopping. And, and the vibe uh, at TD Place has always been something that I, that I love uh, when I come here. And I think I've you know I've been here about eight times now since they uh, got back in the league. So, uh, but as far as the game is concerned, I mean, yeah, I mean. For the Red Blacks, a win would put them back into the playoff conversation big time. And a win for the Elks would just be, you know, good for them just to, you know, just to continue the process. I mean, it's going to be tough for them being six points out of the playoff spot now, uh, which is the the crossover. Um, even though they do have two against Ottawa, then two against Calgary, where the, the Riders have two against BC and two against Winnipeg before the two teams, uh, Elks and Riders, meet on September 16th. So. Uh, yeah, it's still a, you know a playoff feel I think for both teams tonight. Well, uh, call me crazy, and many do. I think you have a, t- a time or two. You've been around the CFL a long time. I've been around the CFL a long time. I don't remember must-win games this early, and I don't mean August because the season's been pushed up. But we're you know going into the halfway turn. It was must-win for the Riders at Edmonton. You got a must-win game tonight. Ottawa's got a must-win. Montreal, Hamilton. Didn't it seem earlier than? past year yeah and you know we got to remember too that you know for the elks the the second half starts tonight you know so the schedule's kind of been moved up a little bit and i think that's kind of sneaky on people i mean there's only there's only 20 weeks in the season not 21 anymore um so a lot of teams depending on their bye weeks i mean you look at the winnipeg blue bombers they're finally on a on a bye they have 10 you know they're they're nine and one they've played 10 games and, you know, everyone, everyone's kind of in, in, in a different pace here. So the Elks are starting their second half. Ottawa will end their first half tonight of the season. So, yeah, the wins are important right now to, to stack them as early as you can. Um, but, yeah, I, mean, it's, I, I don't think I have seen this much urgency uh, in mid-August to late August uh, in a very, very long time. So, you know, I think Labor Day is going to have a different meaning now just because you know that's that's where you're going to ramp up your your playoff push instead of okay now you've you're at the halfway mark at labor day how it used to be and or close to it and you know that's that's where the you know that's where you want to ramp up and play start playing your best football you got to start playing it now well somewhat controversial comments i think from dustin nielsen you see it three down um, the TSM play-by-play guy about how the Elks need to win this one tonight or the fan base is going to give up. There's that. And then your broadcast partner, Morley Scott, saying Jones has treated this entire season like a training camp. I don't. Do you agree with that assessment by Morley? It, it looks that way. 
And uh, is yeah. Edmonton putting up with that? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll, I'll answer the first question first. Um, and, and yeah, look, Chris Jones came in. This isn't 2013 when he came in the first time. He had a core. He had a core to work with. They were young. They were inexperienced. But you had Mike Riley. You had a Darius Bowman. You had, you know, a Fred Stamps. You had Matt O'Donnell and Simeon Rotier and, and Justin Sorensen and J.C. Sherrod and Marcus Howard and, and Odell Willis, Aaron Grimes, on and on and on. He didn't have that this time around. He ripped the team apart right down to the foundation. I mean, <laughs> funny, I was saying yesterday to Morley, he ripped it down to the studs. He says, oh, I think he removed a few studs too. Um, so mm-hmm. this is from the ground up right now. Injuries haven't helped. They had so many injuries at the start of camp. And then they had players here. Like they, They've missed on some players, clearly. And that's why you, you've seen the, the constant in and out with, with Chris Jones with releases and signings. I mean, you saw this in 2016, Rod. I mean, this, this is kind of mirroring what happened that season. And then he doesn't necessarily have a quarterback that he can hang his hat on um, you know, right now. And that's the most important position in, in the game. The fans, you know, there are, you know, I think fans that are understanding, but there are fans that are, you know, kind of sick of this and sick of the losing and sick of the organization, the way, you know, they kind of ran things prior to when Victor Quee and, and Chris Jones came aboard, that a lot of them are sitting on the sidelines waiting for things to get better. And sadly, there's a, you know, smaller percentage, but still there are fans that will, you know, sadly will never come back or, or won't come back for a long, long time. So, you know, yeah, you know, I love Dusty. Dusty's great and, and does and, and is a great guy, great, great person. I kind of was taken aback when he said you're hard pressed to find Elks fans who care. I think there are Elks fans that care, but I do think there are Elks fans that they have kind of lost right now or are just sitting back going, I don't know if I want to spend my money or invest my time in you. So that is a concern for sure. So I think Dusty is on the right track. In, in a lot of ways, and I don't want to evaluate, you know, Dusty's comments necessarily here, but I do think there is some truth to it. Um, I think the truth is always lies in the middle. Um, there are fans that will be there till the very, very end. It was nice to see a, a great crowd or a better crowd last week against Saskatchewan. Yes, the Ryder fans helped, but there was a, a nice vibe in that stadium again, and I haven't felt that vibe in, in a long time. But um, yeah, I mean, Victor Quia said, I'm not going to rush this process. We're, we're rebuilding something here and we're going to do it right. And Chris Jones has said the same thing. Yeah. Well, it's to be honest, they're being paid for the sins of the past administration. It reminds me of the bomber yep. fans that were so mad at O'Shea and Kyle Walter. They weren't responsible for the last 30 years. And we saw how yep. that ended. Hey, lastly, we only got two minutes left on the Ottawa side. Hey, Lapo's like family to me, but I've said he's got to start winning. He's in a very weak division, but there's still only one in seven. <laughs> how much pressure is emanating off the Red Blacks organization going into this one that you've oh. felt? Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of pressure because this season hasn't gone the way they thought. I mean, they started, what, 0-3, and, and then Jeremiah Masoli gets hurt, and he's out for, you know, maybe October. Um, they finally win a game in Toronto, and then they come out the very next week against the Stampeders, especially Caleb Evans, player of the week, and and he wasn't very good. Um, their defense has been phenomenal, but uh, offensively, they, they just can't, they can't get any traction. There's pressure for sure. I mean, I don't think Paul Apolise is going to get fired uh, anytime soon. But, you know, if 
they don't start turning this around, then I don't know if Paul Apolis will be back next season. So you got to remember too, Sean Burke, when he was hired as GM, I mean, he, he kept La Police, but at the same time, got to remember that wasn't exactly his choice. He's, at some point, if this doesn't get better, Sean Burke is going to try and find someone that that he prefers, or not necessarily prefers, or that that's his choice, right? So, it, yeah, there's a lot of pressure here for sure, and that's why these two games are so critical. Um, you know, it, it's a tense game, and people joke about it. It's a toilet bowl. It's one win team versus two win team, but you just look at what's at stake here, and there's. There's standings, there's pride. Um, no one wants to get embarrassed by the other. It's funny because, you know, Elks fans and Elk supporters can say, oh, we got the Red Blacks circled on on our calendar. Well, the Red Blacks are saying the exact same thing about the Elks. So, uh, yeah, two very tense games that uh, could the Elks sweep it? Yeah. Could they split it? Yeah. Lose both. Oh, you know, for both franchises, that would be detrimental. Didn't you hear it's sponsored by Mr. Plummer? Tonight's game, the toilet bowl, David. Clearly, that wasn't in the game notes. Hey, no. I'll be listening because I'll be on the highway. Have a great call, buddy. I appreciate the time. Thanks, Rowdy. Nice to chat with you, my friend. Take care. And, you know, I hope you're warm As in always. there. It's, it's, uh, that's a cold rink. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievably cold. Thanks, David. Uh, Dave Campbell from 630 Chat. Longtime Edmonton Elks caller, man. I'll get to all your comments when we come back in a viewer takeover, okay, and a sports update. You're watching the RP Show live from Rogers Place, the coldest rink on the planet on Game Plus TV. We're also live streaming on YouTube. And you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is the RP Show, and we're coming at you live from the City of Champions. It will always be that to me. And uh, earlier today was the procession for the funeral of Ben Stelter, uh, right down that street, 104th Avenue. And as we said earlier, I'll say it again, Ben's in a better place. The suffering is over, and what a mark that young man left on this world. Uh, but City of Edmonton in mourning today, what a story that kid has been through his uh, six years on earth and through the... Stanley Cup playoffs and this season. Speaking of NHL, a sports update here on this Friday. Montreal Canadiens general manager Kent Hughes said news about Carey Price's knee is discouraging and that the star goalie may not play this season. Speaking Thursday after acquiring forward Sean Monaghan from Calgary, Hughes said it was unlikely that Carey would be able to return without first undergoing surgery and that rehab alone likely won't be enough. The Toronto Blue Jays and New York Yankees will rumble once again in the Bronx. Tonight, Thursday night, the Jays pounded the slumping Yankees 9-2 with Vladdy connecting in a three-run homer. The first-place Yankees have lost 13 of their last 17. Kevin Gosman gets the start for the Jays today against New York's Jamison Tyone. In CFL play tonight, the Rough Riders host the high-powered BC Lions. Five and four riders defeated the Elks last week and are now a half game back of the five and three Calgary Stampeders for third in the West. The Lions, meanwhile, seven and one on a four game winning streak. Also tonight, the two and seven Edmonton Elks take on the one and seven Ottawa Red Blacks at TD Place. This sports update for Edo Japan with more than 160 restaurants nationwide. Edo Japan is proud to be Canadian owned 
and operated for more than 40 years. And also brought to you by River Cree Resort and Casino. They bring you the best tribute acts and live entertainment. September 16th, The Legend of George Jones and Tammy Wynette featuring Dwayne Steele and Andrea House makes its way to River Cree. The Legend of George Jones and Tammy Wynette features some of the greatest country songs ever written that continue to inspire artists of all genres. Along with the iconic music, you'll also hear stories of their real lives filled with success, failure, hard drinking, and heartache. Must-see show for country fans September 16th at River Cree. So diving into the chat, and people are loving the football talk, because I got your attention now. Fridays will be football till the end of time on the RP show. Won't always... Won't always necessarily be CFL uh, because we're going to an NFL market soon. But do you always want to talk football? We'll be doing it on Fridays here. Uh, So to the comments here. John in Edmonton says, what do you think attendance will be at 2 p.m. for the Canada game, Roddy? I don't think it'll be great. But I think that when they're in the gold medal game Saturday night, it'll be more than 50% full. How about that, John? From Enor Tap. Last minute of play in hour one. Enor Tap says, Rod, do you see the Flames better today than last year? I do. And I'll say it again. As I said to my brother, they were decent before Thursday, and now they've got Nazem Kadri, proven playoff performer. He's got balls, and he wants to be there. That automatically puts them ahead of the last two guys that wanted out of Calgary. So, yes, they'll be better. From Rich Robertson, Elks fan. Where is he? Uh, he says, I'm a former elk season ticket holder. I'll be hard pressed to ever go back. Zero off field entertainment. The CFL only cares about the TV audience on TSN and doesn't give a toss about the actual paying fan in the stadium. That's from rich here in Edmonton. We'll get to more of this Sarah Orleski next hour and Michael Klassen stick around. We'll be back after this break on game time. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 